0: Hey folks, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, January 3, 2019. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. So just to state the obvious the market got killed today but what I'm going to show you in tonight's video are several examples how a you need to pay attention to everything I say in these videos and sometimes and I know a lot of you do watch them more than once and the second thing is I'm going to show you from an intraday perspective where the trades existed. Why? And that everything that's taught in my course and that everything that's discussed and taught in these videos each and every day still works no matter what the volatility is in the market, no matter whether we're headed down in a downtrend or we're headed higher in an uptrend. Either way, everything that I teach works over and over and over again. And I'm going to show you examples of that in this video. Before we get rolling, let me once again thank everybody for participating, making comments and posts underneath the video each and every night. I love the interaction. Please keep up the great work. In addition, please hit the thumbs up button on the video and share the video with anybody that you think can benefit from this information. So let's go back to a couple of the things that we've been discussing. We talked about the fact that this was likely a dead cat bounce in a downtrend that's what it is today we had a down day personally I would have liked to see the market get up to 255 that was in my trading plan for example if we got to 255 I was going to short the market with a lot of ammunition we didn't do that so even if we go higher now I would have to reassess the 255 it should still probably be good however with the down day we had could act as a launching pad if we were to turn around. Do I think that's going to happen? Not necessarily. I'm going to explain everything that I think is going to happen throughout the video. I just wanted to give you an indication of what I was looking at from a trading perspective. I think you all sensed that from last night's video that if the market got up to the 255 level, I was a willing participant on the short side we also talked about the fact that we were getting into the time zone where the market would likely make a decision and we would be looking for signs and a signal of a trend change we didn't get that we just got a gap down this morning the market doesn't always give you everything you want you have to adapt to the current situation the market gap down didn't give me the 255 I was hoping for so be it you put that aside And you look at the market for what it's giving you at that particular point in time. And you take the trades that are offered up. We're going to discuss a couple of those trades that were offered up in a few moments. First, let's finish up on the daily chart and give you my thought process of where we go from here. The short answer is lower until and unless we can close back above 246. We have this red horizontal trend line at 245.95. Now, I want to show you the importance of that in a moment. We talked about it last night. I said that was a bogey. If we get below and start closing hourly below 245.95, that's not good for the bulls. Likely lower prices would be following. And that's what happened. But look what also happened at 245.95. And give or take anything on either side of that, But you can see what happens. So we were making this bullish pattern we discussed. And we were looking for, I was looking for, the market to finish this off to the upside, get up to 255, short the market, and go down from there. All right, so now the bullish pattern begins to fail. We gap down this morning, and we go right into the area of the 245.95. We actually got a little bit lower. But what happens if we went lower than that? So back to last night's video. I discussed exactly what would happen and the next level of support. The next level of support was down around 244. There's a breakup candle low. The breakup candle low was 244.02. We discussed it last night. Look at the low of this candle here, 244.03. Anybody think that's an accident or a coincidence? I think not. Now, based on that, Let's go take a look at the first trade of the day. Here's a 10-minute chart. The market comes down rather hard this morning, right into the breakup candle low by one penny, puts in a pseudo-doji candle, has a retrace, and takes off to the upside. Everything I just told you is right out of the course. And that's not even everything. It's not even close to everything. We always talk about time being more important than price, and time works with price and when they converge together when time meets price and they're both important at the same time it's likely a recipe for another trade before I go over that one let me circle back to the 24402 area when price comes into a breakdown candle high or a breakup candle low we know a couple of things a we know it's not always gonna work sometimes price is just going to trade through That's a fact. The second thing we know is that the majority of the time, not all the time, but the majority of the time, the large majority of the time on the first run to near or at that price level, the market is likely to have a reaction in the other direction, at least a small reaction. And so two other things are also important to realize when considering a trade. We want to be as close to risk as possible. So on the first trade, risk was right here. It was at 244.02. So if we took a trade here, for example, or here on a retracement, or at the number, we're very close to risk because we know that if price begins trading through and closing below this area, and even since it's a daily level, we know that we wouldn't even want to see 10-minute closes below that level, half-hour closes below that level, certainly an hourly close below that level. Even a 10-minute close below that level could certainly be a trick-trap full and frustrate move. However, we always want to take the high road and not take on more risk than necessary. Sometimes your first loss is your best loss. Traders that have been around a long time fully understand that concept. I have to take a small loss I'll make it up on the next trade if you follow the rules and only take the trades that the rules specify you'll make it up on the next trade what was the next trade anyway well the next trade was somewhere up in this area why because it was near the opening range high which is also a break down candle high or close to it, but more importantly, something else right out of the course was prevalent on the chart at that time. once again, it was rather close to risk. If we were to close even a ten minute candle above the opening range high, what's the opening range high? The first candle of the day, the high was two forty eight fifty seven The high of this candle was 248.18. We didn't quite get there, but if we closed above that high, that would be bullish and the market would want to go fill the gap. It's just that simple. Will it work out like that every single time? No. Will it work out like that about three quarters of the time or more? Yes. Let's jump around a little bit. Back to the hourly chart. Where did we close the day? We closed the day above the breakup candle low. 244.02. That's at least something for the bulls to hang their hat on. But we know the more important number was 245.95. Speaking of which, look at something else right out of the course where there was another trade and it was a short trade toward the end of the day. Let's put that aside for a second. Any trader that's taken the course sees several things on this hourly chart that were A, picture-perfect, and B, made the afternoon trade rather easy. Another one right out of the course. Back to the daily chart, continuing on the theme of jumping around a little bit, let's discuss where we're going. So we have the phony jobs number tomorrow. That's likely to be a spark one way or the other. So whether we go up or down, let's discuss them both. Let's say the phony jobs number comes out, And the market goes bananas in one direction or another for whatever the reason. It doesn't matter what the number is. It matters what the market does after the number is released. If we go down, I think we go visit at least 240. There's another area at 239. Why is that area important? I'll leave that to you to figure it out. It should become obvious. Now, under normal conditions, if we were to reach 240, 239 tomorrow always depending on how we get there let's assume for a second we get there rather quickly just for the sake of conversation it's likely that the market is gonna find at minimum of some temporary intraday support at around 240 239 it would be unlikely for that not to happen anything's possible but I'll be going on the assumption that the market is likely to find some of support In that area. Now, if we cut through it like a hot knife through butter, then I'm not sure that there's a lot of support in between 239 and 236 and a half, give or take. So, that being the case, we'll give it its due. We'll put a trend line on the chart. And I've already moved the low down, 233.76. That was the low. So if we're going to revisit that low and break the low, then we would have to start looking at some of those other numbers that we discussed from a longer-term perspective. But we're not there yet. That's not what I'm saying is going to happen tomorrow. I'm just saying if the market goes down and it gets down as far as 240, 239, I think it's a setup similar to what happened today. What happens if the other side takes place? What happens if the spark is to the upside? Well, we'll have to take it one candle at a time if that happens. But if it does, I'm still going to be looking at 255 as a very, very important area. A couple of other things that we should note today the volume. The volume was about average, and this is based on a 90 day average volume. So the average you see at the bottom, or today's volume at 140 million shares, 138.3, That's just a little bit above the 90 day average volume and the reason I bring it up I think it's important because I find it a little bit puzzling that on a down day like this that we didn't have heavier volume so that's definitely a puzzle piece it's on the table it's certainly in the back of my mind doesn't change anything.